Welcome to the Parent Surviving Homeschooling Podcast. My name is Anita and I'm an Aussie mum coming to you from Abu Dhabi in the UAE. This podcast is dedicated to everyone across the globe who's been thrown into chaos by homeschooling, working from home and self-isolation to flatten the curve of coronavirus. Each episode brings you tips to survive this homeschooling experiment some of you while working from home yourselves during the crazy 2020. Now today we're talking about SMART goals and their power in helping you and your kids during homeschooling. This week I read a great social media post which points out that what we're doing is not actually homeschooling, it's crisis schooling. I've been calling it homeschooling, yet the author nailed it. We are actually crisis schooling. We weren't prepared for it and we're flying by the seat of our pants to make the best of a weird situation. But here we are, so let's make the best of it. Remember back to episode two about scheduling and ownership. The worksheet helps you plan your day by identifying your best work environment, your most productive times, identifying your priority task using the Eisenhower matrix. Planning is essential. However, if you plan for the wrong direction, you may fail. So today is about SMART goals so that you can identify and focus on your goal and work with this when you're planning your day, your week and your month. Think back to all those New Year's resolutions. How many goals have you set? And how many of those have you actually achieved? Most people don't tick off many of their New Year's resolutions. By March, we vaguely remember what they even were. We might have achieved one or two, but the rest are fading into the distant past. We get disappointed and we forget the list until December or January of the next year. In 2019, a study in America found that 64% of the adult population set at least one New Year's goal. Interestingly, the research also found that younger generations are more likely to set goals than the older counterparts. And those that do set goals, only 50% are confident that they'll even achieve their goals. So they're defeated before they start. Most people don't set SMART goals. They have an aspiration, but not a goal. So let's explore it. An aspiration is, I want to get fit. First, it sounds like a great goal, but it's definitely not a SMART goal. There's no meat around the bones to give you a fighting chance to achieve it. So let's work through this and create a SMART goal around the aspiration of getting fit. If you Google SMART goals, you'll find a variety of words attached to each letter. I use the ones that I think are of most benefit. S stands for specific. What specifically do you want to achieve? So what does being fit mean to me? Is it diet, speed, power, weight, or a specific health aspect? Personally, I like to run, and when I run faster, I feel and look fitter. So I can now be more specific with my goal by saying, I want to get fit, and run faster. M is for measurable. If you can't measure your goal, how will you know when you achieve it? Consider what you'll see, hear and feel when you have reached it. Now, depending on the size of your goal, you might need to break it down into a few measurable chunks or milestones. So my goal so far is to get fit and run faster. What does it mean? How will I know when I'm running faster? So I changed my goal to, I'm gonna run five kilometers in 25 minutes. Make my goal measurable. A is for achievable. I've never run five kilometers in 25 minutes, but I have run it in 26.5 minutes at my fastest. So if I were to set a goal and run it in 20 minutes, it just wouldn't be achievable. When we can't achieve our goal, we get disappointed and are more likely to give up. So make it challenging, yet achievable. R is for realistic. Is it realistic that I can allocate enough time to train in order to achieve my goal? Consider your barriers to success as well as those that empower you to achieve it. For me, I'm a mother and I work, so I need to balance my time. Can I realistically fit extra training in to my schedule so that I can knock one and a half minutes off my 5K run time? Well, you know, I can allocate three days a week, 45 minutes each time. I believe I can realistically achieve my goal with that amount of training. Tears for time bound. Deadlines keep us on track. 
If there's no pressure, there's no urgency to take action. So make your goal time bound with milestones along the way if you need it. So if I set this goal on New Year's Eve, I can now add, I'll create a training plan by the 5th of January to commence training on the 7th of January, and I'll be able to run five kilometers in 25 minutes by the 1st of March, 2020. So now I'm on track and I have myself a SMART goal. An important step with SMART goals is to start it with I will because it's a positive action orientated statement. Consider the difference between I want to run versus I will run. The word want lacks commitment. So if you want to achieve your goal, get in the right mindset that you will achieve it. Some kids will thrive doing schoolwork from home. Some will struggle with the changed environment, timetable, social impacts, and having you as a teacher. SMART goals are helpful whether your kids are thriving or struggling. SMART goals can be used to create a growth mindset around the schoolwork to empower your kids and yourselves by setting a goal and then smartening it up. The downloadable resource for today outlines a SMART model and gives you space to work through your goal, making it smart as you go. Download it now from the podcast site. The link will be under the episode info, whether you're listening on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts or Podbean. Join me tomorrow when we chat about reframing negativity for yourselves, your kids and for your partners. Reframing is really simple, but can be life-changing. Check in daily for new episodes and make this your morning ritual with a cuppa before the day's madness starts. Thanks for listening to Parents Surviving Homeschool podcast with Anita Green.